0: What's up, Whittier?
1: Welcome to What's Up, Whittier,
0: a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. What's up, Whittier?
1: Dun, da, da, dun. Remo. Yes, Jesse. Forgot to add something to it. What's up? When are we going to add something to it because uh, it's a new year and it's, uh, it's
0: We're a... We're new... working on it. It's, in, it's a work in progress. And it's a new you? <laughs> well, it was a new me for about a week. <laughs> oh man, so this is our
1: second episode uh, going into the year mm-hmm. um, Obviously exciting things to come, the mm-hmm. next couple podcasts We've got a couple lined up, so it's gonna, very excited uh, But today we're we're a little farther away from Uptown mm-hmm. we, We're kind of venturing out, trying to see what else is in Whittier mm-hmm. And so uh, today we're, we're actually at a, at a place that I have not had the chance or opportunity to come out as often as you have Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely excited to to see what else uh, is on the menu. Uh, with that said, where are we at, Remo?
0: We're at Mimosas in Whittier. Borderline, is it La Habra?
2: Yeah, borderline La Habra. Right, border. right at
0: the border. Right at the border. So we didn't venture off that far, Jesse. Right? So what is this consider? Is this
1: East, East Whittier? East. East, yeah. East East
2: Whittier. East East Whittier. <laughs> yeah. I always thought the Woodwood Mall was where Whittier began. Uh-huh. You know, Then if you live in Uptown Whittier, that's the yeah. where Whittier begins. <laughs> yeah. You know.
1: yeah, yeah. Interesting, yeah, because yeah, I'm south, so I'm always. I always tell people I'm south, and they're like, well, You're south, you're more like east. I'm like, I don't know, if I'm that far. Yeah, it's but all
0: relative to where you start. You yeah, know? yeah.
2: I, if I go past Kalima, I feel like I've gone too far already. Yeah. really? Yeah, <laughs> oh, i like, That's too far. I'm down right Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, welcome. Do you want to introduce yourself?
2: Uh, yeah, my name is Cynthia. Uh, we are the owners of Toast Restaurant Group. We have several restaurants. Our first is Toast, Little Toast. Uh, we refer to it now because we also have uh, the Big Toast in Brea, which is in Orange County. Uh, Little Toast is on Leffingwell and First Avenue next to Barrows Pizza, and we opened it in 2016. Then we, um, our second restaurant is the Benediction in the City of Industry. And then we opened uh, Brea at the end of 2019, which is Toast Kitchen and Bar. Per, uh, before that, we called it the Dillon. And our fourth location is here in uh, Mimosas, where we are today. It's a little bit of different style, Uh, still brunch, but we have a bigger full dinner menu here, and uh, restaurants and brunch is our game.
0: Awesome, awesome. And you just named half of the stuff we go to like once or twice a week, me and my wife, especially on the original toast. We go there quite often, and we love that you can check in via Yelp, because we check in about an hour before, because obviously it's a busy place, Mm -hmm. and you guys have uh, great food. And so you just got to make your reservations, and so yeah. we 're uh, proud patrons of your establishment. <laughs> Thank you we appreciate <laughs> yeah. it we
2: appreciate it yeah.
1: well, getting into uh, what you refer to as little toast now mm-hmm. uh, what, what is um, i guess what what kicked you guys off into starting the, this this obviously uh, four different restaurants you have now
2: so I grew up in Whittier in this part of Whittier uh, my whole life. We moved here in one thousand nine hundred and eighty. And I uh, went away for college, lived in L.A. with uh, Chad, who is my partner and my husband. We lived in Hollywood, and we lived in Old Town Pasadena. And we used to walk everywhere, walk to all the places that we ate, walk to the movies. Um, there was illness in my family. We moved back to Whittier, and I uh, sold my tech company. And there was just no um, independent restaurants on this side of town, no cute cafes, no good coffee, no good cold brew. <laughs> And I really was on an avocado toast kick, and uh, Chad was getting ready to deploy, and he was eating my avocado toast every day. And I said, you know, I'm going to open a coffee shop. And that's what toast was originally going to be, a coffee shop that, that just sold avocado toast. And actually, the night before we opened, we... Um, added eggs benedict pancakes and bacon i didn't have bacon on my menu or eggs benedicts the no day before way. we opened right. i added last minute i didn't think anybody would show up the day that we opened i thought we might have two customers uh-huh. and we were uh, slammed to the point where i was like tell them to go away
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was really this exciting this was just a joke <laughs> it was supposed <laughs> to
2: just be a coffee shop um anybody's been to little toast um there's this blackboard um when you first walk in on the right hand side that was actually supposed to be the menu board and you're supposed to like order at the counter. Uh-huh. But literally the day before I printed in menus and I just changed it, the whole thing up. Um, and it was, I'm it was sure pretty crazy. the staff crazy.
0: And, the, and everyone. We <laughs> had no staff. Oh, okay. So
2: anybody who visited that restaurant in the very beginning, uh, my two sisters are both nurses and they were waitresses. We didn't know anything. I have no restaurant experience. I've never even worked in a restaurant. Um, and neither have they. And they were, we've only played restaurant when we were kids okay. and played waitress. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they were, I we had all these lemonades that had to be made by hand. I didn't think we would have any customers, so I assumed that I would make all the lemonades and make all the food at the same time. And we just got so many customers, we, we couldn't read each other's handwriting. What does it say? I don't know what kind of writing. And wow. my sisters would drop off a of coffee and be like, we're not waitress, we're nurses. You know? <laughs> they didn't know, uh, we didn't know what we were doing. Um, but it was a happy disaster. It was a happy disaster. At the end well, of the day, mayo, I'm sure Yeah, we clocked <laughs> 90% of the food on our first day. Probably the first wow. two days. I would just like, give it for free. Tell them it's for free. Tell All them it's for free. Because we just messed up so much stuff. People waited like two hours for their food.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, We ran out of everything. Uh, but it was it was a great experience. And then we realized we, we had something. We we're on to something. And we also didn't know if anybody would show up next weekend, which was Father's Day. I don't know what we were thinking opening a restaurant a week yeah. before Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Because um,
0: people will show up. Yes, and it they doesn't did. Doesn't matter what you have.
2: Yeah, and and they did. And then I kept on waiting for them to stop coming because that's what everybody told me was going to happen. Yeah. So I didn't know, like, well, do they like us? Do we have good food? Yeah. Are they just uh, waiting for um, waiting for it to die down? And it never did. So we're very lucky, and that's how we got into the restaurant business.
0: Wow! All all from your. Making avocado toast for... <laughs> for my husband
2: and him eating it and, like, asking for extra. So then I literally just stayed up all night thinking of all the different ways I can make avocado toast. And I knew I wanted... So one of the things I miss about living um, in L.A. in Old Town Pasadena is it's an experience when you go out to eat. It's like um, you kind of feel like a you're taking a little vacation Com- compared to here where you're just inundated by a bunch of... Um, chain restaurants you know i hop doesn't make you feel pretty yeah. you know it doesn't make you feel like um, you want to get dressed up to go there but i want so i want to create a cute atmosphere that made you feel pretty where you had a latte that made you feel special and you, yeah. your food maybe it's heavy or fattening because it has eggs in it, but it looks so beautiful you feel nice about yourself when you leave the okay. uh, so food is a big deal to me and our family and stuff so um that was all part of the game and i just wanted a place that i wanted to
1: eat at yeah so what was the first? Obviously, you said avocado toast, but mm-hmm. like, was it literally like that's the only one you were kind of saying this oh, no. is my golden uh, egg here? Or you, did you have one that you said this is this has to be on the menu?
2: Oh no, the the classic avocado the avocado toast, and the one that I still eat all day not all day, but my go-to is the original, which is plain and simple. It's avocado with tomatoes and. Um, Uh, Heirloom, not heirloom tomatoes, Roma tomatoes, uh, garlic salt, and lemon juice. that's it. That's all it has uh, on sourdough. So that's on the menu still at all the restaurants. Actually, it's not on this menu. We don't have avocado toast here at Mimosas. We only have it at Little Toast. We didn't want to compete too much Mm -hmm. because Little Toast is only like three blocks from here. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's the original. And then uh, the Kelly was the second toast that I would eat all the time when I was baby heirlooms. Same exact style but with cilantro. And nice. all the other ones I developed when I decided to have a restaurant that was based off avocado toast. Yeah,
1: it's funny because when I when we go there, me and my wife, my go-to is actually the eggs Benedict. Mm-hmm. Hers is going through the toast menu. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, same thing. Like you think about like, you know, if you would have stuck with just toast. It's like toast forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like not having that 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 different type of uh, menu mm-hmm. or, or option to kind of go through. Yeah. Uh, the ham's really good, which is what I usually get. The egg, eggs Benedict. The, the classic. With, is that what it is a classic? Yeah, yeah, and
2: it's with the shoulder bacon. Yeah. I wanted, yeah. It, It's not a Canadian bacon, so our, we don't have. We have a the classic eggs Benedict is with our shoulder bacon. We wanted. I wanted something to be more more special than just basic Canadian bacon, and that's mm-hmm. how that one came
0: to be. Yeah. And and the times that we order that at the side, I have no idea what shoulder bacon is, but it tastes good. <laughs> yeah, it's like a
2: it's a, it's like ham basically. Yeah. It's just a little different shape. but yeah,
0: yeah. but, but it, it does sound fancier. Yeah, yeah, it does yeah. sound like if it was just bacon, it's yeah, just yeah. like okay. It's but together. shoulder bacon, I'm yeah. just like, oh, that's <laughs> I've never had shoulder bacon that's before. Fancy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. My my go-to is the, the chimichurri, or is it? Oh,
2: the chimis the
0: chimy toast. toast, Yeah,
2: that is really popular. So we have a steak here with chimichurri sauce, the same chimichurri. Uh-huh. Little Toast, and we have it over in Brea. And those who know from Little Toast, they always order that. Same yeah. thing at the Benediction. Yeah. Super, super popular.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what, what took you guys to that area? Because that area is pretty kind of – uh I mean, it's a destination. It's not
2: – Yeah, it's it, and everybody said that, like, why are you putting a restaurant right here? It's like yeah. <laughs> this rundown um, uh, shopping center. And yeah. I don't know if you guys are from this part of Whittier, but there used to be, like, a, a little – um bikini bar in that shopping center a little massage place Uh, (laughs) so it's gone through a lot of changes i live right here i live on jordan so i live i could walk to mimosas and i can walk to little toast so when i was looking for a space for my coffee shop um i was originally looking at a space right here in whittier plaza like next to la casita libra yeah but then somebody told me about that place and I had only really been there when i have gone to Barrows as a kid. That's right, yeah. And I remember that um, patio had, like, some seating for Barrows. And when I went over there. I was like, this is perfect. This cute little coffee shop. I can work with this. And yeah. Brent was super good. And that's how we got that space.
0: You but know? the patio, it was the pizza place at yeah, point. Yeah, but they
2: gave it up, like, 10 years or 15 years ago or something. Uh, he gave it up. Um, great for us yeah. because we yeah. were able to turn it into what we turned it into. And, um it's been great yeah. since we've opened it we we went the patio went through a lot of changes Uh, we put the fence in after probably like four months the white fence that goes Uh all the way around because i was like the parking lot was an eyesore to look at so i was like how do i make people feel a little like they're escaped
1: yeah yeah yeah.
2: escape this part of it's not even a bad part of town just that shopping center needs some money put into it
1: it needs some love yeah Yeah, Yeah. it needs a lot of love yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and obviously we talked about toast and uh which is now little toast uh, what was the second restaurant you opened?
2: The Benediction. Okay,
1: the Benediction. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that and how that got started.
2: So the Benediction is our second location. We opened in 2019, and that is in the city of Industry, the Plenty Hills Mall. Um, you know where they filmed uh, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. And right next to it was Panera Bread. That would it was actually supposed to be called Toast Industry, but Panera Bread had an issue with us calling ourselves Toast because Panera means bread, and they said it was too close. I totally don't get it. But, uh, so we changed the name. We're like, oh, crisis. Like, what do we yeah. do? What do we do? And going back to, like, we were saying, you order the Eggs Benedict. Once we were looking at all the numbers, we actually sell more Eggs Benedict than we sell avocado toast at Little Toast. Interesting. And so we knew we, knew we had customers that came from the city of industry, and it was also close enough to, to Little Toast that we could send people back and forth if we were short-staffed. So we um, we settled on the benediction because it's like an eggs benedict addiction, and the benediction <laughs> is a prayer. So we're like the prayer by toast, so it's the benediction by toast. That's funny. Yeah, so that's how that restaurant came to be. And we opened up there in January. Um, the ball was rolling pretty pretty crazy, and then we started looking for our third location, which um, brought us to Brea, which is a huge – has any, have, any of you guys been to Brea? Uh-huh. Not yet. Uh, Brea is ginormous. It's 11,000 square feet. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it used to be the claim jumpers off of Birch and State College. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yeah. And that one is a full bar. Oh, so Benediction has mimosas, and the other, the Little Toast, didn't have any alcohol.
0: How big is this location that was? 8,000. 8,000. And 8, that 8,000 is whole with the kitchen and yeah. everything? Okay, yeah. got it. And the other one's 10,000 all in.
2: Yeah, so it's probably 11,000 all in, and that's with the <laughs> kitchen, that's everything.
0: Wow. Yeah. Not the other one explain.
2: has a, a separate bar area that's like a step down. It used to be the claim jumpers. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever been there. Like in I remember the that, yeah. I had my first date there in, like, 97 or something. <laughs> um, yeah, so we took over that entire space.
1: Here, so let's go back to Benediction. So I have not been there yet. Is that also the same menu as you have for toast, or is it uh a- That
2: one has about seven more eggs Benedicts than okay. um, Little Toast. Okay. And this one only has... Uh, this, Benediction only has about four avocado toasts on the menu. And so it's mostly eggs Benedict heavy. But it has the same pancakes. Um, That one has one thing that none of the other restaurants have. And I'm trying to convince my chefs to bring it to all the other restaurants because so many people love it, and it's uh, fried green tomatoes. So that restaurant has fried green tomatoes, which are amazing. They're made in-house. They're not, like, frozen out of a box. We we get the green tomatoes, do everything in-house. And they're so popular over there. We have people that come really, really far just to have yeah. the fried green tomatoes. Yeah. So I want to bring them to all the restaurants.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've, I've been there, and it's, it's also as good. I, I think one time my, when my wife had, I don't know, toast was maybe busy or something. She's like, oh, how about this other place, not knowing it's the same. Oh. <laughs> and we get there, we're like, these things, the menu looks very similar to the, the toast. And, uh, I think we asked someone and they're like, yeah, it's, it's from the same group. Yeah. Um, I remember the first time I was there, um, because it was the day that Kobe died. And so oh. I, it was January 26th. And so we were eating and we we're like, what's this? Is this real? And so that's, yeah. I remember exactly where I was at. I was at your restaurant when oh, that man. had happened. So, um, but it was, it was a, I mean, we've been there multiple times. What I like about Little Toast and, uh, Benediction is you guys are pet friendly. So we have a yes. little, little dog that you have uh-huh. with the patio um you know he, he he sits there and barks at everything until uh-huh. he gets fed and yeah, yeah. <laughs> so most dogs
1: and the, what took you guys out there because uh, there's just, a benediction yeah. we
2: knew um so we were one of the first users of the yelp waitlist and because our traffic is so high for such a small space they um did a whole test study on us yelp Mm-hmm. And uh, they showed us our demographics and where people were coming from and where people were yelping from. So we knew we had customers over there. Wow. We knew we had customers in West Covina. We knew we had customers as far as San Dimas. Wow. Um, so we're like, and it was over the hill. And I know that area. Like, if you yeah. grew up on the side of Whittier, your yeah. malls are Whitwood Mall and the Pony Hills Mall. Yeah. I mean, the Pony Hills Mall is no shopping, but in the 80s, it was cool still. You know? yeah. It was, it was <laughs> one of the malls you went to. That and Brea. Yeah. So um, it was just over the hill. I mean, we live right here. So Hacienda, Hacienda Boulevard is right there. takes over the you hill. over, yeah. And we knew that we're, for a second location, we needed to be close to Little Toast so that we can go back and forth.
1: Yeah. Interesting. So, that's so it's how all that, an- analytics that took you to that to location, yes. so which we, is pretty, I mean.
2: Yeah. We try to say 8 to 10 miles between each restaurant. So okay. each restaurant has to be 8 to 10 miles from another location in order for us to consider a space so that our staff can go.
0: You so you have staff city. that works at multiple yes. locations. Mm-hmm. Oh.
2: All of my executive management team they they travel between all the restaurants a weekly.
0: Do you have like a one executive chef for all of them, or per location there's one? And-
2: uh, there is a kitchen manager at each location, and then mm-hmm. we have an executive kitchen manager that manages all the managers. Uh-huh. And then we have somebody dedicated to just recipes and um, food quality. So uh-huh. they'll travel through all the restaurants to make sure the hollandaise tastes the same everywhere. Um, that's a rather new position that we brought in because there's some inconsistencies. Like, I'll be like, well, oh, the Hollandaise, the Bernays is perfect over here, and on this restaurant, they didn't use enough of the vinegar. They, why is it different? They're supposed to be exactly the same. Um, so, we have somebody that works on just the food quality as well. Wow. We have a pretty ever, big team.
1: If you ever need food tasters, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>, I'm, <laughs> I'm all for it. We do.
2: We need secret shoppers. Customer yeah. service is a really big deal to us. I'm there. Just
0: let me know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would say everything tastes good, so I wouldn't be able to tell if it's good, Hollandaise sauce <laughs> or bad. And, I'm yeah. just like, mm. tastes good. I'll be back. <laughs>
1: so. um, in terms of the, uh, the obviously we talked about that location. Now moving on to um, Brea, Brea uh, the Dylan, you said right?
2: Yes, it was called the Dylan in the beginning before COVID. When we reopened, we were the Dylan for about two weeks. We already knew we were changing the name to Toast, uh, Toast Kitchen and Bar. Um, so with Brea, I just I thought it was like the biggest shot in the dark because Little Toast is only. 1,300 square feet, and the benediction is 3,000 square feet. There's no way anybody's going to consider us for an 11,000 square foot yeah. restaurant, right? I just thought, like, there's no way they're going to even, like, talk to us. Yeah. Um, but I called, and I wanted to go see the space. I just wanted to see what it looked like. And they were still open as claim jumpers. So it was, like, a, under, like, a, a secret deal they were trying to do because claim jumpers wasn't. They wanted to get them out of the space. And I, you know, we went and looked. I was like, oh, looked at the rent and, you know, all that stuff. And then I thought that was it. And then the guy kept on calling me. The broker was calling me and calling me and I was like, Like want us to put an offer in? and I'm like, Well, we're small potatoes. You know, we only have these two little restaurants. We're on this big corporation. We're not a landry's, but the owners had come to eat at the Benediction. And they were love the Benediction and they love the food and they loved the atmosphere and they wanted they think they would work really great over there. So that's how we got into that space because the owners of the building liked our food and they Gave us a chance, basically.
0: And, and so you said 2019 for Little Toast. Benediction was 2000. No, uh, B- or, Little
2: Toast was 2016. 16, sorry. Okay. Uh, Benediction was January 2019, okay. and Brea was August 2019. We were, oh, wow. we were crazy.
0: That, that was a pretty <laughs> aggressive, and it obviously then stepping into COVID. Yes. How, how did that change things? Awful.
2: Then? It was. Oh, that was the most intense um, thing to try our business and our relationship and myself it was insane because we were only open about 5 months um for when covid happened. So we were open in August. Uh, we had just gone through December. We were just getting our like our steam or the choo choo train was going yeah. and then covid happened and it killed us. It killed all the restaurants because we're biweekly payroll and we just we just ended a weekend. We had a close on Tuesday and we had payroll on Friday. And no weekend to recover. I mean, oh. restaurants work on margins, right? And, no, and the weekends are the biggest chunk. Yeah. And uh, I thought we were going to go bankrupt and lose everything. And I was like, there's no way we're going to make it. It's over. It's over. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah. like, it was, say two weeks you're going to be closed. And it was going to be, like, four weeks. And um, then the PPP came. And it was, like, thank God for that. because. Uh, and I was, like, trying to apply for that just like everybody else and, like, not getting through on anything. And then the last minute getting, a like, a... A tech bank, a micro tech bank from, like, the East Coast got our application in. But we also turned to grocery, which I don't know if you guys know about. We did um, we did that on the very first week. The COVID happened. And mostly because I thought it was the end of the world and, like, zombies were going to come get us. And, like, that was it. <laughs> so I was like, who cares?
0: <laughs> just
2: put the largest order in you can. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The world's going to hell. You know, that's uh, that was really what I truly thought. Like, this yeah. is the last thing we need to, like, stock up. Um, I'm... My husband's in the military. Well, he was—he would retired after um, we opened a little toast. Uh, he was—he went to Syria right after we opened a little toast. and When he got back, that was his last deployment, and he retired from the army. Um, so I'm, but I'm very—we um, don't have any guns. But so when COVID happened, well, not, when the craziness was going on, I was like, get back, go get a gun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> go get an AR. Go get an AK-47."
2: And uh, he went down to the, uh, not the swap meet. Uh, I forget where he went to the, pawn, a pawn shop or yeah. something to get a gun.
0: <laughs> no serial numbers like, on I it. Have to <laughs> wait two
2: weeks and I'm like, oh my god! You know? <laughs> we just thought it was going to be like people were going to break into each yeah. other's houses and yeah, stuff. Yeah. We thought it was going to be bad. You,
0: you weren't alone. There's a lot of people. Yeah,
2: it was. It was scary. I told my employees, if you guys need to come here to, to Brea, up because Brea is so huge, you can come here. You will have keys. You will have water. You know, you'll have these, you have a lot of food in the refrigerator still. Yeah. Like, we have to come here because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but we did grocery, and that was um, really helped us get through a lot until the PPP happened. Mm-hmm. Because the grocery volume of groceries that we're doing out of that restaurant, are food vendors say, you know, don't worry about paying any of your bills before COVID, just pay your, the grocery bills. We know you're selling it to the community or you're giving it to the community. So they gave us a pass on having to pay any of our actual bills that we had to due so that was great and then the money um people would leave tips for the groceries and that went all 100 percent to our employees so our employees were like doing okay that were making ends meet mm-hmm. with the tip money from the groceries and they're doing delivery and all that stuff helped so delivering the groceries um and we made it through and then the ppp finally happened so and that was great that was a lifesaver
1: and i remember that when you guys were posting on on, uh, on the uh Instagram, about how hectic even that was when when oh. people were picking them up and people were complaining because they didn't get their orders and like at some point like a message came out saying whoa whoa relax everybody like yeah, yeah. like <laughs> we're trying, coming to an end. we're trying to out. do as much as we yeah. can and you know it's like it we're was short like, staff and
2: you know it's crazy I always tell people and being in the restaurant industry is like working at the DMV you get like all walks of life and you get you're gonna meet people that you're like you're so awesome and we have customers like that that we know that we're like. They're older. We worried about them during COVID. We're, like, reaching out to their kids. Like, how are your parents? And we really care about them. We see them all the time. We talk to them. My husband texts all the time with one of the our customers. And then there's some that you're just like, oh, my God, I feel bad for everybody that knows you. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody ever that knows this person. She looked like, right at you, just. There <laughs> is nothing. No, you will never be happy. I feel bad for everybody that knows yeah. you. <laughs> um, and you're going to get both sides of that. And when we first did the grocery, I think, I think some... There's this one instance where this uh, guy got really nasty with one of my um, my managers who was like a single mom who was working like 60 hours a week, knowing that she wasn't going to get a paycheck, trying to do groceries – and I think his wife was, like, sent, sent him to go pick something up, and he didn't really know what he was doing. Like, yeah. he didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. So he just thought, like, my wife paid for something, and she sent me here to pick it up. And he got all crazy with us. And we're like, listen, we're volunteering right now.
1: Yeah, we're yeah. Like, wow. I'm sorry
2: we don't have the milk. Yeah. Or whatever yeah. it was that he was so mad about, the line. Uh-huh. Um, but it's tough. But you get to get all walks of life. But then yeah. all the, you get all these great people. People were sending me like these great messages, and I really thought we were going to lose the restaurants. I was like, "There's no way, there's no way we're going to recover from this." Yeah. Um, the payroll like knocked us out. It was like we're just done. And then we have so much auto pays, you know, yeah. the, those weren't stopping. Nobody, yeah. everybody was trying to get their money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, landlords didn't know what was happening. They still wanted their rent. Yeah. Um, but so many people reached out to us, and they're so great. I mean, I remember this one woman was like. Um, brought donuts so she just showed up in the middle of the night with donuts and nice. i was like what she's like i just wanted to bring these donuts to you because yeah. uh, we were there late just setting up all the food to, for the sale next for day. to get out to people the next day wow. so uh and that was over in brea so like a lot of great people came to the rescue
0: how, how long did that last
2: we did grocery all the way up until the ja- january i think wow we did we did it and towards the end we were actually selling a lot of meat, and then nobody had a freezer, like, the freezer space. Everybody was running out of freezer space. And then they,
0: they, they started hoarding <laughs> everything else?
2: Yeah, well, and that, because, and then there was no freezers to buy. Like, that's when we had all yeah. this. Then that's when the second... Um, like the distribution started to be affected we weren't affected immediately by the distribution and then distribution and then like you couldn't get a refrigerator you couldn't buy a freezer you couldn't buy anything like everything was just missing yeah so then we started to let people buy their meat and store it in the restaurant so we say like Mm -hmm. you can buy your meat and then we'll store it for you and just tell us when you need it and come pick it up and so we had a few people do that and all the people that did that um it's really they were all doctors because I don't know, one doctor told another doctor, and they just all told each other. Um, and they, they, were, kn- they knew. They and, <laughs> well, they and then they were like living. They were all dealing with the coat, like in their, living separate from their, yeah. their um, partners. And they would be like buy uh, all the prime all the prime ribs and like store them for like two weeks, and then to have somebody come pick like two up at a time. It was yeah. like, <laughs> hey, if that's how you got to do it, that's I'm fine with that, you know. Yeah.
1: What's interesting is that going through all that, um, and even with all restaurants or all businesses, really, Mm -hmm. that we've talked to, I mean, they're all small businesses. Mm -hmm. They're all family-owned, and so people tend to forget that, that when they go into a place or a business – that it's uh, it's it's not a chain. Yeah. You not you don't have. There's a corporation. no 200
0: employees back yeah. there. That yeah.
1: Yeah. There's there's nothing. I mean, you know, you go to McDonald's or or you know one of those like fast food places or big corporations, mm-hmm. and you could actually complain, and and something will happen because it's mm-hmm. it's obviously affecting their whole business, right? But these smaller businesses, you, you got other issues you got to de- yeah. deal with. And uh, again, I think a lot of people tend to forget that you know there is a separation between big business, small business. Um, And, you know, we kind of got to run through Mm -hmm. some of that stuff more frequently, right?
2: I actually think smaller businesses care more about your complaints than the larger businesses. I think it's just important for the community to realize that we're people, and I'm a person that's reading what you're writing, you know. I'm not like somebody that's disconnected, and it's just my job to read what you're writing. So, like, words hurt, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In the early days, I could not help but respond to Yelp reviews for Little Toast. And sometimes I'd have a glass of wine or two. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, oh. Or a whole box. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then I would get like... <laughs>
0: um,
2: so some of my employees were like, oh my God, we went and we read all the reviews on, on Little Toast from like the very beginning because I will just spar with people. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, no toast for you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but for the most part, I think everybody's been really great. We just... Is this going to happen no matter what? If you can be the most perfect everything, and people will find something that they want to complain about. Of course. And I'd be like, hey, if they need you, need to take it out on me. I don't know what's going on in your life. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, fine. It's just uh, my husband says it, but he's like, it's just breakfast. It's just <laughs> yeah. eggs and potatoes. Yeah, like, yeah. there's nothing for you to get all crazy about, you yeah, know?
1: Yeah. So obviously, you guys went through that that uh, ordeal over there mm-hmm. with Dylan. Um, what made you guys jump into mimosas? Because. Well, I mean, we thought this it was is...
2: coming. We thought it was almost over.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> we thought it was almost over. Um, and because that
1: all happened during COVID, also, right? Like yes. It's...
2: So we thought it. We actually signed the lease here in November of 2020, thinking that that it was over it already. Was all behind us. Yeah. yeah. And we then we had the shutdown for Christmas. So we're just like, Jesus Christ! You know, it was just, we did, we thought they were done shutting us down and stuff. And we started doing. Um, uh, meal delivery on top of doing grocery and the meal delivery helped to stay keep us afloat so we're actually really we caught up on all our rent we didn't owe anybody any money anymore everything was paid and what happened um, we were thinking if people were going to still eat outside we needed to find because one of the saving graces for what, with Brea was that we had the huge parking lot That's so right. we yeah are from my knowledge the first people that did outdoor dining in the parking lot because nobody was doing it because nobody knew what to do and I just said I don't give a shit we're doing it
0: yeah.
2: and we would call the city of Brea and they didn't have any rules to give us because they hadn't made rules yet so yeah. I was like too late we're going to yeah. do pop-ups and- side
0: us when you side us Yeah. You know, you so do. we actually
2: started with tailgating in the parking lot and we let people rent spaces and our servers would bring out the food and they'd eat in their cars or they, they set up t- dining tables in the parking lot and then we started doing the pop-up tents in the parking lot. So we said, we can't do that at Little Toast because we don't own that parking lot. It's public. And Benediction had a huge Panera closed mm-hmm. when COVID happened. So we got to use their patio. And they oh, have yeah.
0: a big sidewalk area. That
2: Yeah. And we were able to use all of that. And so we said, whatever we do, we have to have a parking lot that we control that we can have outdoor dining in. So when we saw this come up, this is actually, if anybody, I hope this, this other place isn't, oh, you know, who cares if they know now? <laughs> so... <laughs> this space we came to look at it just to look at it because i live right here i live walking distance i live on jordan road Uh and like right next to this Uh elementary school when i saw that it was for lease we came in we looked at it and i was like no you know because of covid we can't you know it's just like not even think about it and then the broker said okay well there's this other restaurant that wants um, this space also and they told us the name and i was like i find who they are um, and they had just been in our restaurant, in Brea, the weekend before, and he, they had ordered the whole menu, like, by themselves. And they had told me they had wanted to get into breakfast, and they had asked me for a long time if to help them get into the breakfast industry or, like, pick my brain, or can they go work at my restaurant? I'm like, dude, why don't work at my restaurant and just have yeah. all my secrets? <laughs> but Here's like, the recipes. Yeah. yeah. And he, they had ordered the whole menu. And I had walked when by them. When you say order
0: the whole menu, they went through and They said, went through and they to... ordered
2: like 10 items. But they were yeah. by themselves Got in it. a booth. And they had like 10 items. And yeah. I was just like, mm, I
1: didn't yeah. think
2: anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when we came here and they told us this person, oh, this, this person, this restaurant wants to take this space. And I was, I was like, oh, well, it's not going to be a comp- competitor to us because they, competitor to Little Toast because they are a uh, different kind of food. They're not American food and they're not breakfast food.
1: Yeah,
2: and then he said, but they want to put an American concept, American breakfast concept in here. And I was like, Brew. I was like, we, <laughs> what uh, <is> the
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's exactly what happened. I was like, "Holy oh, god, he came to eat all of our food and he's going to try to put an American breakfast restaurant here. I was like, yeah. oh, I can't let that happen. Yeah. So we uh, put an offer in that
1: night.
0: Wow. And that was it. Interesting. Now nah, it was that real, was a, or the broker was trying to. No, it was real. <laughs> no, it kidding.
2: was real because they knew too much stuff. Were about this location. Yeah. And yeah. I, I knew who what, what it was. What was this,
1: this place? You remember? It was, was
2: Habiki, and then it was Habiki oh, yeah, yeah. Sushi, yeah, and then right. it was um, Hibiki, Colonial. Yeah. Yeah, then yeah, it had. Yeah. It was two Mexican restaurants before that.
1: Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. That. Yeah, it's, it's and and it's weird because it's a prime location. I mean, you're on the boulevard, big parking lot, mm-hmm. you know, ample seating.
0: Um, Good visibility. Yeah, yeah.
2: It is. It's a, a this used to be a bar. I don't know if you guys ever went here when it was El no. pescador. It used to be El pescador, um, and it was Ernie's, a restaurant called Ernie's back in the day, in like the eighties. And this whole space right here was a bar. There's a bar here, and then went a little. It was like an L shape. um I sang karaoke here on my twenty one birthday. Got drunk here <laughs> many, many times. So yeah. like this building has a lot of sentiment for me, yeah. and I was like gotta take it
1: you're like my name's etching the wall somewhere like <laughs>
2: i was like i fell in this bathroom so many times you
1: know?
2: <laughs> i mean it's, you know you could walk here you know
1: that's so cool to hear stuff like that because again like like you again you said you lived here you've kind of been raised here mm-hmm. and You've obviously shopped and been in these buildings or spaces, and now to come back and and make it your own is kind of cool. Yeah, it's
2: a little surreal sometimes. I'm like, can you believe that that's our restaurant? You know, I tell, like, my sisters and my brothers, because this was was one of our stomping grounds for uh, drinks, this and uh, Tubby's, uh, another little bar on the other side, dropping all the hints at all the small restaurants on the east side of Whittier. (laughs) 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 Tubby's is a neighborhood bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, so we're actually going to be building out the bar here, making it a little bit more, um, doing some light remodeling in the next couple weeks. Because it's too much of a, we're listening to all the complaints that we're getting from customers. Not really complaints, but uh, criticisms. Feedback. Yeah, feedback. The space is too open. It's too much like a banquet hall, because Mm -hmm. that's what it was. It was a banquet hall. Um, And we agree, you know, it is too open. It needs some, Mm -hmm. some more walls or you know we're gonna be adding something some texture so we'll be um actually closed monday through thursday um in the next couple weeks monday through thursday just open friday saturday sunday for two weeks in a row and then uh everything will be done
1: nice we don't have the
2: exact dates yet
1: yeah yeah so did we talk the menu on uh at the uh dylan
2: uh no it's pretty much the brea right now is only open 8 a.m to 3 p.m they were open for dinner but a hotel is being built right behind us the marriott uh marriott inn or something like marriott comfort i don't know marriott is being built behind us and it is being it's been a giant uh, cluster mess huh. over there we only have one entrance into the parking lot um so we decided to not have dinner until the mm-hmm. hotel's done because it's just caused too much drama yeah for us, um, so that one is full breakfast, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. The country fried steak, basically, it's very similar breakfast here. They have chili over there.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. They
2: don't have the pork belly, but they have really they have more pancakes in Brea. Yeah.
1: So it's still kind of breakfast uh, kind yeah. of menus of we yeah. do. All have of our toast and stuff with that too, or is it? Yeah,
2: just we have a- we have. Well, that one's called Toast Kitchen and Bar now. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Yeah, so
2: that's big toast. That's why that one's little toast. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, substantially bigger toast. Yes. too. <laughs> substantially. About f- five little toasts <laughs> yeah. can fit in there. Okay. Uh, that one is yeah it's brunch breakfast all day bottomless mimosas um, full bar over there so we have a really great bar um, set up over there
1: nice nice
2: it's good stuff there big you go. parties we have lots of big parties over there
1: you gotta take me out to breakfast real why there's one's closer oh, man. <laughs> bottom Not for the Brea people I was going no, for no, the bottomless mimosas but um, you guys have bottomless mimosas we
2: don't we don't have, we have a bottle service so you can buy a bottle it's okay. twenty dollars but you can get okay. as many champagne glasses as you want with that bottle. Got so it. it's much, actually, if you do the math, it's way better dill than bottomless because if you're, like, unless you're drinking two bottles by yourself, yeah. like, uh, and I hope you're not. Remo goes through yeah. the whole
1: bottle, two bottles, no, two cases. It gives me a
0: headache.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I live in this neighborhood. I'm, I'm 42, and I want to start a family, and my sister, we have kids, and the running yeah. around and stuff. I don't really want to have a bottomless bar yeah. right here, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like... Or somebody's driving on down the street, and this is my neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say that I would do it in somebody else's neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, bread. No, I'm, I'm yeah. not a party animal yeah. anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so now, obviously, full circle here. Um, you want to tell us anything different than on the menu? That's maybe here. That's not in some of the other places.
2: Pork belly. We have pork belly on this menu. We do not have it at the other locations. And we have dinner here. We have um, a lot of seafood and a lot of steak. Nice. So we have halibut, we have salmon, we have a ribeye, mignon, we have a tomahawk. We have a huge tomahawk platter that comes with like nopales and chorizo. Um we also have a slightly more Mexican menu, but we still have a lot of stuff that's um not, you know, Mexican. We have uh, pasta dishes.
1: And and uh, obviously this is um I guess if you could give us a little rundown on or the the history Or the thoughts behind the name Mimosas and and how that kind of grew into the menu? (laughs) Um,
2: Originally, Little Toast, before I don't know anything about the restaurant industry, I wanted to name Little Toast Mimosas because I was, you know, hanging out with my sisters a lot. I'm like, Mimosas, you know, it would be great to have a restaurant called that. And then I didn't realize that you can't just have a beer and wine license because you want it. I thought you just could have one. I didn't mm-hmm. know you had to get an alcohol license. I didn't know the difference. I didn't know you needed so many bathrooms and all this other stuff. Yeah. So that idea was out the door, and I was literally eating avocado toast all day long. And I was like, I'm going call this place. I'm going to call this place. And, and toast is what Someone it ended up mimosa. Me. <laughs> <laughs> And so I had already done all the branding for mimosas, and it kind of just sat um, on a shelf. Interesting. Until we figured out what we were going to do with it. And then with this space, I actually teetered back and forth between calling it toast also, like toast, kitchen, a bar, and then little toast. But then we didn't want to have a bunch of confusion between yeah. people. Yeah.
0: Especially so close. So, so close. That. And
2: we didn't know if once this opened, that one would die down or would we turn it into something else. And we had plans to turn it into something else if breakfast down over there but it it hasn't had any effect in business this restaurant has not affected the little toast at all so that's great
0: wow your menu is really big i just flipped it over i didn't realize i thought it was all one-sided and then I flip it over um this is not like little toast little toast has what 15 20 items max
2: because it's little (laughs) (laughs) little kitchen yeah we don't have a walk-in there's nothing frozen in little toast And so we don't even have a – we have a freezer here, but it's mostly for, like, our potatoes. And we have – because we have to cook so much potatoes and freeze them and cook them again. But um, Little Toast is all refrigerators. So we have a tiny, uh, tiny uh, hood. We can't make the restaurant any bigger.
0: And, and one thing I'll compliment you on, Little Toast, because we go there again often, it, the food comes out so quick.
2: Yeah, it takes, took us a while to get there.
0: So, <laughs> I, you know, we ordered in like seven, eight, nine minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, we're typically a party of two or yeah. maybe four, but it, it comes out fairly quickly. Yeah. Like it was it's pretty impressive.
2: Brea is really, really fast, too. Yeah. Brea is, uh, the line at Brea is 30 feet long,
0: mm-hmm. and the
2: line at Little Toast is seven feet to give you wow. an idea of the kitchen line and how big it is. So mm-hmm. Brea actually operates as two separate kitchens mm-hmm. on the weekend. So there's two different machines, and half the orders go here, half the orders go there, and they just pump, 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 pump. Wow. But wow. it took us a while to get to that, you know, choo-choo train phase.
1: So, so like, walk us through this menu that you got going on here, and what are the thoughts behind this menu?
2: Um, so I didn't want to be another Mexican restaurant. And um, so it's mimosas, a Kelly life. That's our brand. Uh, a, we, one of the most popular toasts, little toast, is the Kelly, which is the heirloom tomatoes, avocado toast. And it's the California life, like food that you, it's eclectic. So a very eclectic menu. Uh, but we also wanted to be different. So like we have staples, like you can get artichoke dip and uh, guacamole. And excuse me if I say that word wrong. Uh, but instead of like nachos, we have uh, yucca chips, like a yucca chip nachos. Mm. Um, but we also have like steamed mussels and clams, which you don't have anywhere around here. Not even at the Italian restaurants. Or, or if you do, they're like small. It's not like the, the size that we have here. But then we also have like a tuna tartare. and then we have uh, the pork belly, which is not actually something I eat. But everybody was like, you have to have it, and they made it, and everybody loved it. So I was like, okay. I am um, not a chef, so I don't have any. But um, I say I don't have any ego when it comes to the food. So I really let my guys get creative. I'm only particular about like my hollandaise being a certain way, avocado always being fresh and like the ingredients that we're using. So they came up with the pork belly, the roasted bone marrow, something I would never eat, but people love it. Yeah. Do you guys <laughs> like that stuff? Like I, I just
1: can't I, eat that. I haven't had it, but every time somebody has it it looks really good.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if you like marrow?
1: the bone yeah, marrow. Yeah, if you
2: like like that fatty part and like menudo or yeah. and stuff that's basically what it's this gristle yeah,
1: yeah, yeah
2: um but people love it it's just yeah. not for me um and my my husband's white from ohio so he doesn't like anything with spice you know? <laughs> he's very plain uh he like that we have ribs we have a full baby back rib uh, no it's a half rack of baby back ribs and that's on the menu because that's what he wants to eat every day yeah, yeah. he only ribs every day of the week yeah. um but we also have like oysters so you can get oysters here, fresh oysters. We shuck them in the back. All of our fish is fresh. Uh, we don't sell any fish if it's if we don't sell it for the day, then it's gone. Or they maybe they'll try to make like a they made a fish soup once. Um, I'm very particular. Like I don't like the way fish smells. I don't like smelly fish, and I that's why I never eat fish unless I like sushi. Cause I don't smell the fishiness. Yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> but. Um, when I, my chef started wanting to put fish dishes, I was like, no, I don't want my whole restaurant to smell fishy. Yeah. And they brought out this fish. I'm like, I don't smell it. They're like, well, it's fresh. And I'm like, so you trying to tell me every time I've eaten fish when I go yeah. out, it's not fresh? Because it always <laughs> smells super fishy. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, no, fresh fish won't smell like that. So then I was like, all right, we'll put it on the menu. It's the first time I ate halibut. Um, so we have all the fish on the menu. And um, we have fish. We have
0: a lot of steak. We have a
2: lot of steak. We have ribeye. We have sirloin, skirt steak, filet mignon. We have lobster tail, king crab legs. We have a chicken breast, a pork belly cheeseburger. That's really popular. Oh, wow. Um, we also have pastas. We're actually going to be adding a meatball pasta because I'm like, look, I really want a, a tomato-based pasta because the ones we have are cream-based. No, it's too much for me to have. Um, we have a tomahawk, which is that big giant monster steak yeah. um, and then we have all of our salads, we have desserts. all of our desserts are made in-house. We like uh bon nachos, oh. which are super, super popular reminding me of like being nine years old and grandma making that.
0: yeah it's the uh cho- cho- no, what are they called the churros with Cause no, we had that last time.
2: The bonuelos nachos are flour tortillas that they fry. Oh,
0: and they're really thin and like they feel like that's what we had that's and then they, they put, like, yeah, yeah, and and then they put really chocolate
2: good. and strawberries, yeah and they're like um.
1: So what what are the biggest ones, like what's the ones that kind of fly off the shelf here uh, on dinner Uh, menu?
2: The biggest sellers, the pork belly sells like crazy. sells really in the ribeye. The ribeye is probably the biggest seller.
1: That's probably Remo coming here every week.
2: Ribeye is the biggest seller, followed by the pork belly, and then the halibut are the biggest. um, We sell a lot of oysters. Wow. A lot. When people realize that we have oysters here, it's become like the... We got a lot of return people just having them oysters nice. happy hour because really good price on happy hour, mm. um, and then our desserts. All of our desserts are made in house, every single one of them. So those are all really popular too. We have a latte creme brulee, which is uh, has espresso in it, so it's just a little take on the the standard creme brulee. Wow. Um, what about breakfast? Oh, breakfast. We have a lot of our eggs benedicts. Okay, the one of the most popular items that we have. For breakfast here and in Brea, and it's one of the items that people get, and then they that's all they will get once they eat it. Yeah, is the country fried steak yeah. on top of the ribeyes. That, that's, really?
1: that's what I had last time.
2: Country fried steak because our country fried steak is made with filet mignon, ah. it's not made with cube steak or like some cheap piece of meat. Because I didn't want to put it on the menu, the chef was like, Please let me make my country fried steak. I'm like, Ew,
1: no, <laughs> I'm not gonna ever
2: have that. And I never I never want to have biscuits and gravy. I'm like, I'm not a biscuits and gravy restaurant. This is not what we yeah, sell yeah. here. And then he made it and I was like, "Damn, it's You know. <laughs> and he made his country fried steak and I was so like, "Oh, this doesn't even look good. Like who wants to eat a piece of fried steak?" Yeah, yeah. Um, I eat the whole thing. It was good.
1: What do you guys use for flour or to uh, um, batter? Yeah.
2: It's a our own proprietary mix that we have in the oh, back okay. that we with different spices. Yeah. Um, and then he he marinates in. He adds a, a little dash of uh, some something special in there, a little Tabasco.
1: Can you talk about the like what gives it the crunchiness, or is that the, that's the
2: flour, the okay. batter
1: that we, we dip it in? Uh, the, well, we're, when we were having it, me and my wife were sharing it. We're trying to guess. like it, it kind of felt like a cornflake kind of texture. Where it was just like you know not- light and and crunchy and. Jesse's it's, it's opening a breakfast spot. I know. So. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not a,
0: cor- it's not cornflakes. It's not cornflakes,
2: but we do, uh, We have. It's not. What do we have on the French toast? We have Captain Crunch on our French toast, and that's uh-huh. like crunchy. Uh-huh. Uh, on the Captain Crunch French toast, we it's called that. Yeah. And then uh, that one is just flour, and it's just the wow. proprietary mix that he he pats the the filet in, and then yeah. he mm-hmm. puts it in that and fries it.
1: And the gravy uh, um, and the biscuits. Oh man! I think the the plate comes with something else, and I had to order. I just said it let me comes with g-
2: gravy on top, and then you get your side of uh, um, eggs, and then a second side of your choice.
1: That's what I did. I swapped out the eggs. I didn't want eggs, and I said, "Give me some more uh, gravy with the uh, biscuits." <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, you can get biscuits or gravy, or you can get. Um, so one of the things that we so. We have – a lot of people like that you could choose whatever side you want. You don't have to, like, just get eggs or yeah. potatoes. Like a lot of restaurants, it just yeah. comes with eggs and potatoes. Yeah. You can pick whatever side you want, and you can pick an a, a upgrade to another side, get a second side. And the reason we did all that was because at Little Toast, we were too busy and too stressed out to have all the buttons. Yeah. So, I was just let them pick whatever they want. <laughs> so, yeah. that's – why we made, and we made all these sides that we can make as fast as possible because i couldn't if we just did eggs for everybody i couldn't keep up in the kitchen i actually yeah. worked in the kitchen at little toast i couldn't make eggs for every single dish so i tried to make other items that people would pick and so they wouldn't pick eggs yeah and so i was like give them bacon give them sausage give them yeah. arugula salad yeah. and it worked people started to order those things instead of eggs cuz and eggs just took too too long and too much time for us to make and the same thing with our pancakes our pancakes are ginormous yeah they're Indeed. huge if you've eaten at little Toast, those are like the size yeah, yeah. of a steering wheel. Yeah. We, they originally were small, normal pancakes. But we only have one griddle that makes all of the omelets, all the bacon, all the pancakes, and makes everything. So when we get a table of five people and they all want pancakes, that's the whole griddle. We can't <laughs> make anything else. Yeah. So we... St- I said, well, what if we just make one giant pancake, and then, then we it's can... Yeah, shareable. Yeah, it's shareable. I'm not, a lot of people don't share it. They just yeah. order the giant yeah. pancake. <laughs> but it didn't take up as much space, and we still had space to make the other items that we needed to make. Oh, nice. So that's how the giant pancake came to be. It was all, like, necessity. So, like, here, we don't have those pancakes. We have, a pan, um, we have fried pancakes. Mm. And those are a happy... Something—it's uh, not an accident because we purposely trying to figure out how to do pancakes here, because we don't didn't have enough space to make pancakes because of all the other items that we we have the chili killies and we make all of our sauces from scratch. So I was like, guys, let's think. Like, how can we redo a pancake? Like, there has to be another way that we can do pancakes so that we can have them on the menu. And we came up with the pan um, the fried pancakes. Wow. And yeah. they sound like they're going to be super heavy, but they're yeah. not because frying actually is like a dry it's a like dry cooking. It's not like You would think it's going to be like super oily, Oily. but they just become really crispy on the outside. Mm. And they're a real big hit here.
1: Interesting. Oh, man.
2: Got to try those as a dessert. I I know.
1: Now it's like adding to the menu, which, by the way, for me, I I could come back
0: and eat the the biscuits and gravy. But I'm the same way. I I eat the exact same thing every time. So every time I would come here, I'll probably order the exact same thing. That's
2: how my husband is. He's from Ohio, so he's... Very much like he wanted to have biscuits and gravy. He was all about the country fried steak, and like those are his favorite things to eat. Every once in a while, he'll he'll get a Benedict, but it'll only be the filet mignon Benedict. That's the only one he'll eat. Um, but he's, he's not very adventurous. Yeah. Otherwise, he sticks to the things he likes. He was in the military, so eggs and bacon. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super simple Keep stuff. Keep it
0: simple, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, you mentioned uh, specials when you talked about oysters. Do you guys have specials as far as on the menu or on the day? Or We on have
2: happy ourselves? hour every day from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., and you can get a half order of oysters on the half shell for $7. Okay. And so then, that's pretty good.
0: And then what are your normal, uh, like, operating hours here since it's breakfast and dinner?
2: We are open 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday, and we're open to 11 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. We might be open a little bit later once we reorganize the bar area uh, because this... Location is one of the only locations that has a full entertainment license, so we can actually be open to two o'clock in the morning and have mm-hmm. a concert in here if we wanted. Nice. I don't think we're gonna have a concert, yeah. but we want to take advantage of that yeah. uh, license that we have here.
0: Now, do you guys have uh, like events or live um, live music or anything? We like did that? try
2: to have live music in December, but, but then there all the COVID stuff started yeah. happening, so I was like, right. how are we gonna do this? How are we gonna have somebody singing or next a table that's right yeah. here or trying to
0: <laughs> dance? Yeah, and day. I was like.
2: So we just canceled all the live music for the month of December, and we'll probably start it up again in um, maybe the end of February, March when this finally dies down. I think it's going to take take yeah. another couple weeks,
0: yeah. yeah. And then how about uh, private events or anything like that? Do you guys offer that? I yes, know-
2: so people, private events during the week, absolutely. We do have people that book the place for, like, parties of 40, parties of 50. We can use this space as a banquet room. Um, we can also block off parts of the restaurant or they just want to, like, take 10 tables. We definitely can do all of that. We just do not do um, private events on Saturday and Sunday brunch, which is when everybody wants to have a baby shower or yeah. a bridal shower. Yeah. It just doesn't work for us because we're so busy so so busy on those days. Yeah. Um, we can't give the level of service that somebody wants when they're having a bridal shower or baby shower. Yeah.
0: It must be a big party if they want the whole restaurant. <laughs> well,
2: they'll want to, they'll, they'll just want to party oh, like a, okay. for twenty twenty to twenty five. Yeah, and it. I think they get really frustrated because we get these requests all the time for Brea and for here. We're like, we can't. We just yeah. can't. Like you. Like you'd have to, like. You, we'd have to charge you for like five tables, um, two turns because. Yeah it's there's too much we have too many reservations yeah. and we see 500 to 600 people in brea wow and we are packed packed the entire yeah. restaurant is every seat is taken yeah so it's Great. not like we have these empty chunks we just we're super busy yeah It's great. It's a great problem to have.
0: Are you looking now for a 20,000 square foot?
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: No. I mean, it's just the weekends. You know, it's like the weekends. uh, People, I mean, breakfast is fun. And breakfast, you know, you get together with your girlfriends. You put on your Sunday dress. You know, you can do your hair. I mean, that's what I think a lot of people are missing, too, from being in COVID. Being able to show off your outfit. Who are you going to show it off to? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna show TV. off your shoes to your friends.
1: <laughs> if you had to pick a, a dish from each restaurant, which one would you pick from here? Let's start off with mimosas and work our way back.
2: Um, right now, my favorite breakfast item is the mimosas Benedict, and that is with um, oh okay, what is that? It's with the uh, prosciutto. And then my uh, favorite rest thing at Brea is the country fried steak. Hmm. And at um, Benediction is the filet mignon Eggs Benedict with Bernaise instead of Hollandaise. Oh wow! And then at Little Toast, it's the original.
0: Yeah, the avocado.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm not a sweet person, so I didn't name any sweet things. <laughs> I'm not a <laughs> pancake lady. Yeah. I'm like, a, give me my I'm a Hollandaise person. I'm I'm like a true Hollandaise and a, a legit Bernaise sauce. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys like legit, like steakhouse Bernaise, steakhouse like Hollandaise, like yeah. aren't my restaurants are sort of the place to go because we make it like the right way.
1: Nice.
0: Do you know I mean, how to make holidays? I didn't know what holidays was until like three years ago. No. <laughs> I don't. My growing up as a kid, we just ate cereal all the time, yeah. and <laughs> my parents were always working and stuff. So uh, not until we became adults we started exploring non cereal breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'll lay on the couch and tell you more if you want to hear about <laughs> it. There you
1: go. There you go. Any future plans? Uh, I know we talked about obviously doing yeah. a little remodel, but two, any
0: future plans? Two, uh, two restaurants this year? Is that what the goal is? <laughs>
2: we have a Mimosas Anaheim opening in a couple months.
0: Oh, really? Yes. Wow.
2: That's opening up in Anaheim Hills um, where the Romano's Macaroni Grill used to be on Santa Ana Parkway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm- that restaurant will have – this. Res- the re- one here is very collected menu-, menu with a little bit more Mexican over on over there is going to be a little more Italian. Hmm. So all the breakfast items will be the same, but we'll have more Italian dishes over there, like frittatas and some souffles. Um, partly because there's uh, some non-competes we have with uh, some alcholos right there, so we can't mm-hmm. do too much Mexican food. Ah. Um, so we're, and we're thinking like you know it's, it's California, so it's a Cali life. It's like a, you know I wanted to make I want some more Italian food in this one too, but they're like you're pushing it, lady. You got too much stuff on the menu. Yeah. yeah.
0: Does that violate your eight to ten mile rule? It wouldn't No, it's eight
2: to ten miles from Brea.
0: Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Nice. So
2: Anaheim Hills is eight miles from Toast Kitchen and Bar in Brea. Wow. Yeah. So then from there, it's we, we keep going out.
0: Yeah. And Any plans on going west? Yes.
2: Or? We actually just turned down. Um, we turned down a Beverly Center because it was too. That was way beyond the ten miles. Yes. Yeah, cool. And but it was a great location, a great spot in Beverly Center. But I was like, there's no way, and everybody was like, we have to take. It. We have to, It was like Turkey. And I was like, no, man, we're just, we're going to fail. We're going right. to fail. It's too far away. We can't, yeah. we won't be able to control. I'm not making this drive. I don't care how fancy yeah. this restaurant yeah. is. I'm not making this drive every day. I hate Hollywood. After yeah. living there for so long, I'm like, yeah. oh, thank you. <laughs> Especially now that I'm older. I'm like, I want to be around anybody in their yeah. 20s over there.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so what we're looking at spaces in um, Cerritos and Downey. So those are other target areas. Yes. Those aren't, and those are eight to 10 miles from Little Toast in this location.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Now i will look forward to everything else that's coming up. Um, I mean, Montebello.
2: If anybody has a space in Montebello, message me. I want Montebello. There you go. But I can't find anything.
0: Any any plans on Uptown? Will you go? No, to I don't been?
2: think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like there's everybody knows everybody's business in Uptown. I don't yeah. want anybody to know my business.
0: Yeah. <laughs> know. Well, they know your business now. I know, yeah. but it's
2: like I, I shouldn't know as much stuff as I know about the businesses and Upt- restaurants in Uptown. Yeah, and I'm like,
0: what's well, a close community? It is it. super close, yeah. and I'm
2: like, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, and maybe that's. I and mean, I even told my husband, I was like, maybe we should. Then we can then know if the restaurant's closing, we could take it. Or, and I was like, no, I don't want to know anybody's stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, you It sounds like you're doing good. Uh, you guys are obviously expanding, and and business is Kick going well. ass. Forget it. Man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: We have
2: hundred and fifty employees now. Wow.
1: Yeah,
0: that's a lot.
2: It's totally. a lot. It's a, it's a lot of people though. It's a lot
0: of avocado and toast. It's yeah. a lot of
2: responsibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always tell everybody, I was like that's that's a lot of payroll," yeah, and I right. make sure that we operate our restaurants properly. And a lot of people rely on that. That's yeah. like a the biggest thing about being a restaurant, a business yeah. owner.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. It's those people. Well, let's get into some your qu- questions. Yeah. And, uh... So when you're not um, eating at one of the, the four restaurants, mm-hmm. where can someone find you? Maybe another go-to in the city.
2: Okay, so I will tell you my favorite place to get um, spicy uh, tomato pasta, like arbiata pasta. And this is for somebody who likes a, a, a purist. And I say this and somebody that doesn't add sugar to their um, pasta sauce. It's Tony's Pizza.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the Bluewood Mall. Yeah. Or used to be really? eat. It
2: was inside the Wilton Mall when we yeah. were a Mall. Now it's outside uh-huh. and it's next to the Joint. Uh-huh. And they have like New York style pizza, but uh-huh. they have really good pasta
0: and really good
2: um, with a good tomato sauce.
0: Yeah. Did you happen to go there and order half their menu to take it to Anaheim? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. When I I always try out a spicy arbiata pasta. Oh, another place, but it's in La Habra that has a good one is oh, I can't think of the name, but it's in um, the same shopping center as a. Uh, Chili's, not Chili's, uh, Applebee's behind there. I don't, it's another Italian one. It's hard to find a good, true, spicy tomato pasta with a lot of garlic. Um, and Tony's Pizza has a really good one.
1: And they have really good pizza, by the way. Yeah, they have really it's good pizza. really good pizza.
2: They have good stuff. And I've eaten there since I was a little girl. Nice. Yeah, so it's like a nostalgic, too. Um, so that's pizza, and then we eat here. Uh, I think this other place that we eat is... La Mirada. It's a small place too. Um Juan's it's it's not is it Juan's rotisserie chicken? Juan so, pollo? No. So there's Juan Po Juan, Juan Pollo.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. And then there's Juan's rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Okay. And I accidentally ordered Juan's rotisserie chicken on Uber when I meant to order Juan Pollo. Mm-hmm. And Juan's rotisserie chicken is like five times better. Really? Yes. Wands, it has to have an S,
1: yeah, and it's really close to wand. So, I have a yeah. feeling
2: there maybe were partners once and something happened, yeah. I don't know, but it was way better. So, yeah. one time I accidentally ordered again yeah. the wand. I was like, damn it, I got the wand wand.
1: <laughs> you have to get wands with the an S,
2: uh, and Lamrada That was real, that, that place is really good for chicken. I'm trying to think, oh, Mexican food, my favorite. Um, in Whittier, right here, is uh, I like the fajitas at me burrito.
1: Oh yeah, Mi burrito, burrito, burrito has good yeah.
2: fajitas. Yeah. Oh, and they have really good uh, pasole. Really, I was on a pasole kick, and I was ordering pasole like every Sunday. And I was uh, almost coming over here and be like, "You guys just have to make pasole here, so I have yeah, people yeah.
1: eat."
2: <laughs> and I was trying to get them to make um, fajitas here, and they're like, "We can't make fajitas. We don't have you know, it's too much stuff. We have to change on the yeah, line." Because yeah. I was ordering fajitas from Mi Burrito.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
2: Extra cheese. That's me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have really good. Uh, so yeah, that's my Mexican food. My. Uh, Pasta right there. Um, trying to think of where else that we eat that's close. I so mean, we Uber Eats. You yeah. know, that's what we do mostly. Yeah. And I'm like, if we're gonna go eat, we have to go to our own restaurants. Like, I am not gonna pay for a glass of wine somewhere else when we have a bar yeah. down the street from our house,
0: uh, walking distance. Basically. And
2: my husband's a little bit tired. Like, he's like, oh. I was like we have ribs yeah. on yeah. our yeah. menu. You cannot go anywhere else to get yeah. ribs.
1: He's like, they look at me weird at the restaurant. Yeah. Well, Cause they know you? Yeah, but they still look at me weird.
2: <laughs> oh, you know what I tried recently. Um, I was craving a sandwich and I was tired of eating like Subway because we would just get like Subway or Uh what's the other one? Jersey Mike's. And uh, it's in Whittier. It's called the Beehive. Have you ever had their sandwiches? Uh Yeah. Oh my God, they're ginormous. And And they're they're awesome. On Whittier
0: Boulevard and uh, Painter? Uh, yes, yeah, right. yeah, it
2: used to be herbies
0: herbies yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: and um, I've always passed by there, but I didn't I was like looking at their menu and I was like, they saw some sandwiches. I'm like, well, these are interesting and I'm like they're huge, huge. I've only ordered them through uber Eats, but they're really good, good Yeah, sandwiches. that's a little
1: hidden gem that not a lot of people know that they actually have food in there, yeah, yeah.
2: big monster sandwiches, really yeah. good, fresh, everything's fresh, and yeah. tastes delicious and crispy yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. important
0: now, if there's something in Whittier that's missing that you would like to see brought to the city, what would that be?
2: I don't know how I can say that without insulting the restaurants that do serve stuff. I would really, really love, and if somebody can me a referral of where I can get some really good Thai food, mm. tom some really good tom, like like some legit stuff that I would yeah. get in Hollywood.
0: Have you had uh, green leaf Thai?
2: No. Do they have really good tom kha? Um, I heard about it and I was gonna go, but it's in an Uptown. It's like past Kalima. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like are they the on Yeah, they are. Oh yeah, them about then? They have
0: this. Um, it's a ribeye and it's called the crying tiger. Uh-huh. Yeah, and my wife order it all the time. It's really good. Okay, yeah, it's it's spot on. That's what that's our go to. We live not maybe a mile or two away from there so we order from them quite frequently okay so, so my two
1: Thai places is obviously uh the one here uh, Thai table Thai table mm-hmm. and then the one
0: on Greenleaf. if I had to choose I choose the one on green leaf. for whatever reason the, the food's like it, yeah it's authentic there their presentation like if you go and sit mm-hmm. down they'll give you little flowers that are edible that I mean it's they presentation is it, like is very fancy important. No, no, it's it's um. It's for, just that the for me, owners... an
2: authentic Thai table is like where like the next person next to me is like four inches
1: because. Oh, it's like yeah.
0: <laughs> no, they, they have a, a bigger spread, but yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's pretty authentic. Okay. Um, I mean, I want
2: to try it because I, I was craving really. I want Tom Kha, and I can't get it. I don't want to drive. I'm not driving onto Sunset in Hollywood yeah. to get it. Um, there's there's a restaurant called Jatalda, and if anybody that's from LA knows, this is the place you get Thai food. Mm. Um. And I can't find any that I like over here. I've ordered it at every Thai restaurant. I just haven't found yeah. it. I haven't tried that place yet, yeah. Yeah. so I'm yeah, going to try they, it now.
0: They're, they're pretty legit, and the owner's a nice guy. Um, it's, we, yeah. we, I don't think we ever talked to him, right? Not yet. No, not yet. Okay. Um, last thing, uh, if there's a memory that you have of Whittier, so when someone says Whittier, uh-huh. what kind of comes to your mind?
2: Woodward Mall, my childhood the whitwood mall i mean i spent my entire childhood right. from being eight years old going to the mall to get pizza at tony's pizza yeah. to star shots to racing up and down between jc and broadway to see how fast i could do it <laughs> you know um from contempo casual can't couldn't wait to get be able to get in there you know and yeah. buy clothes and never made it though they closed down before i became a able to wear that age yeah. group um but the whitwood mall for sure yeah. I mean, Uptown Wheater was so far for me as a little kid, because yeah. I lived like, over here. Yeah. Um, the Woodwood Mall. Okay. Wow. It's changed so much. I, I almost... I wish it would go, turn, I think it will, like 10, 20 more years. It'll go back into being an inside mall. Yeah. And it'll just, because it started yeah. out as an outside, outside mall. Yeah. Then went to an inside mall, then an outside mall.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know about that target, though. They even had a movie theater. If, you, if you're familiar with this side of Whittier, they had a movie theater over there where they built the um, condos. That's right. Yeah. I had a lot of dates there, yeah. you know, when I was <laughs> in high school.
1: A lot of etching on the walls, also?
2: I wasn't one of those kids. <laughs> or no,
1: on the trees, sorry. Oh, on the trees. Yeah, Maybe.
2: Yeah, sure. And I went to Jordan Elementary, I went to Rancho Starbucks, so this is like where I grew up.
1: My this is your hometown, yeah. yeah.
2: High school, I was in, uh, was in Alhambra, so that's when I was more in L.A. and stuff, and then I went to USC after um, high school, so moved around a lot after that, but I came back here um, 2016 or 15 when we started to open the restaurant.
1: Wow. You, you said something about, your actually what you're doing was, uh, was it analytics? No. Uh, tech. Tech. Yeah. What on tech were you? Uh, Obviously, because this is not. This is not it. Yeah, it's totally
2: right? different. So I was the CEO of a tech company. It's called Who You Are. We took it public on the, the Swedish stock market, Swedish stock exchange. Um, it was a fashion. It was an app. It doesn't exist anymore. I left the company in 2015. The end of 2015, or right in the beginning of 2015. So it was fashion. So that's why I was in LA um, in Hollywood, and I sold my part of that, and then I moved back here, and then kind of I was over I was over tech, and I was over uh, other people's money because you know when you're raising capital and you have to, yeah. i was like i'm never ever ever gonna take and raise capital and use somebody else's money because yeah. like that's the worst having to raise is it stressful or what, oh yeah what? it's stressful you have people up your ass before yeah. it's like you're just yeah. yourself and, yeah. you, and then you as soon as you take we raise like seven million dollars but as soon as you take that money then you do not even concentrating on your project you're concentrating on like answering everybody's questions all yeah. the time and Filling out a report, what you did last week, but I'm like, well, maybe I can do stuff if you weren't asking me to fill out a report <laughs> every yeah. week. Nice like, filled out, updates, out a
0: report, <laughs>
2: investor updates constantly, and I was like, ah, was good. and then it was just miserable. It was, it was miserable and stressful, and everybody's like, oh, the restaurant industry is super stressful, and. The restaurant industry is a walk in the park. Really? Walk in the park.
1: Compared to what you're doing? Yeah, because
2: you could physically do, like, you're physically, you are physically make something immediately in 10 minutes yeah. and sell it in five minutes. You know, yeah, it's yeah. the it's like a circle that's much, much faster yeah, the yeah. return. In tech, you're building something for months just to find out if somebody likes it, yeah. you know? And then you might find out somebody, they don't like it. Yeah. Then what do you do? You know, you have to change really quick, which I think is actually, that background actually helped a lot with the restaurant because... I signed the lease and opened that restaurant in 3 months. We wow. opened the benediction 3 months after we signed the lease. We opened yeah. Breya 3 months after we signed the lease. Yeah. And everybody thinks like that's crazy. Like you don't do that. Like you don't open you can't open a restaurant that fast. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Why?" Says who? Yeah. yeah.
0: Says, says the city. <laughs> <You says who? laughs> Unfortunately.
2: Well, no, I mean, we do like we get the health department in there before I even sign the lease. I mean, like I'm already sending them the plans so yeah. we can get yeah. the ball rolling. I was like, um because if you spend so much time building to try to make something look perfect, yeah. then that's how restaurants go out of business.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. we we see it all the time. We walk in a place and it's like beautiful, perfect, everything. I'm like, God, oh, look at all. they have the best of the best. They have like yeah. all the best equipment, the best everything, and they didn't they lasted two or three months.
0: Yeah, they spent the last they spent year, all year and their and money. Yeah, yeah, spent
2: all their money building their restaurant, or and not even really. And then what happens? And they open their restaurant. They spend all their money. Then they don't spend the money on the staff. Yeah. Then they don't spend the money on the food.
1: Yeah.
2: Or they're also paying themselves too much. Yeah. So I always tell that to people too, entrepreneurs who want to start a business. Like so you have to be prepared to be poor yeah. in order to yeah. be wealthy, or yeah. to be rich. Because yeah. if you can't handle being poor for a little bit, you're not yeah. going to make yeah. it because yeah. you got to put everything you got into it. Yeah. You know, and that's that's how it is with even my tech company.
1: Yeah.
2: And before we raised the 7 million, million, I was living in the garage of my condo that was my office. Yeah. You know, and that was like the truth. I was like 28 to 32. I was like raising trying to raise rubbing two nickels together hoping for a million dollars and then when it finally happened it was like whoa well, you know but um it, you know my i was lucky yeah
1: you know yeah. interesting well i'm glad you uh, ended up here because now we got some great food uh, close at home yes that we could uh visit um so for those that don't know obviously uh what's your social media um physical how address. do they follow you how do they yeah addresses and so forth
2: um this is mimosas whittier is the instagram mimosas whittier is the website toast Whittiers instagram toast whittier website it's the dill no toast brea instagram toast brea is the website it's my husband okay. my well, husband well, just well, walked in it's a podcast um the same benediction benediction.la is the only one that has dot la in the okay. name
1: okay yeah. And then location here, uh, uh, Mimosas? 35.
2: Oh, 16435 Whittier Boulevard.
1: And do you guys take reservations here? For yes, or is it... we take okay.
2: reservations, and we also have the Yelp wait list. Okay. No. Nice.
1: So, so like, uh, Be Smart, no. like Remo, and uh, and uh, Reserve
0: Ahead. Yeah, I Our can...
2: Reservations right now are through Open Table, but we're actually going to be moving back to Yelp for Mimosas and for Toast and Brea.
0: Cool. Oh. Nice. Okay. Yeah, for those people that I go and I kind of get seated fairly quickly at the at baby toast or little toast uh-huh. I, I can't just blows my mind people don't go on there and do that because i'll see people waiting yeah. for like 30 45 yeah. minutes and you can wait at home <laughs> <right. Yeah>. you, <laughs> you can
2: literally wait at home you're like i'm we're number three get yeah. up and yeah, go yeah, you exactly. know that's we're number we three in line yeah. Yeah. you totally gotta true. do the wait list yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. makes makes
2: uh,
1: me laugh so right. thank you for coming on yeah. uh yeah. this was a pleasure having you yeah. on Uh, obviously we'll have to bring you back on once we get into those future plans and see what else you kind of got going on. Monabello Montebello,
0: Anaheim. Yes, Montebello. Anybody know restaurant Montebello?
1: There you go. Restaurant space. Perfect. And with that said, thank you again. Okay, thank thank you. you. Bye, Whittier. See you later, Woody.